Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 5th of February and as usual with all the information contained in this report it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this report. Alright, well let's kick things off. It was worse, it could have been worse and it finished a lot better than it could have been. Uh, down 73.5 points or 0.95%. 7,625.9. We had a opening of 7,680. We had a high of 7,681.2 and a low of 7,593.3. So we were down uh, around uh, 30 odd points more than this. So not a bad effort at the end of the day. Clawing back some of those early losses. The banks really doing the heavy lifting there as they have been in terms of those bank shares. We had a big rally across the board, really, in the banking sector and in other financial. CBA only down 0.3% in the end. Westpac were actually up half a percent. NAB's up 0.3% and ANZ down 0.2%. The big bank basket pretty much unchanged with Macquarie down half a percent. GQG doing well, up 1.6% there. And the REITs, which were looking a bit sad and sorry for themselves again, they fought back as well. GMG, Goodman Group, up 0.4 of a percent, uh, doing a lot better. And a rally across the board, pretty much in terms of those REITs that we saw today. Uh, part of that was due to the bond yields, 4.09%. Uh, that was uh, a little better than it had been. So uh, the bonds did get down to a yield of around 4.12%. So a little bit of a rally in the bond market, certainly helping uh, the yields uh, pushed down. Uh, vicinity down 0.5%, Stockton down 1.1%. Industrials, though, pretty much across the board. wasn't much green on screens. Woolies was down 1%, Coles down 0.7%. Endeavour, not a good day for them, down 2.8%. West Farmers down 1.1%. And we did see the tech sector a little bit mixed. Appen hitting all-time record lows on the back of a change of CEO. It didn't seem that long ago, I must admit, that we already had a new CEO for Appen. So another disastrous day for Appen, uh, fading into irrelevance, really. Uh, we did see WiseTech up 2%, zero down 0.8. The Alltech Index not doing much at all. Healthcare not doing much either, really. ResMed up 0.3. CSL holding relatively steady. But the damage, and there was damage done today, was in the resource sector. That iron ore price coming under serious pressure pushed the three amigos into the red. Serious red, red wedding red. BHP down 2.4%, Fortescue down 2.8%, Rio down 2.2%. And the hits keep coming for lithium stocks. We saw mineral resources down 4.9%, Pilbara down 3.4%, Linus which had some news out this morning about some overtures to another company. Uh, they fell 2.6% as well. And IGO, it just doesn't get any better for IGO, does it? You'd be um, not a happy Vegemite, a CEO of IGO taking over. Down another 5.5%. Also, gold stocks under some pressure today. Bullion came off a little bit. Uh, Northern Star down 3.8%. NEM, Newmont down 4.7%. Evolution down 4.6%. 
So not such good news there. And gold also in oil and gas. Woodside down 1.3%. Santos down 0.8%. So nothing very exciting in the commodity space today. In fact, pain across the whole of the um, sectors and coal stocks. We had Whitehaven down 2.9% there. In terms of corporate news out today, well, we did get a little bit of corporate news out today. Red 5 has uh, announced a merger with Silver Lake. Uh, Red 5 up 3%. Silver Lake suffering. Uh, that was uh, not good news there. Uh, Silver Lake was 34 cents. and uh, Sorry, Red 5 rather was 34 cents. Silver Lake closing at $1.12, which is about $0.05 cents below the implied valuation. We also saw Metcash in a trading hall today. They're doing an acquisition and a capital raise there. And Argo as well, just down a little bit today. They were down 0.6% on the back of their results. Looking at the winners for Grinners today, let's run through those winners. Zip Money, or Zip, whatever they're called now, Zipco. Up 7.9%, 21 million shares traded, nothing out in terms of announcements, but clearly uh, a better day for them. We also saw uh, John's Ling Group, JLG, up around 5.5%, 2 million shares traded there. They did announce uh, today that they had assembled a US panel and a bit of a broker update on them, a bit of bullishness on that stock, 5.5% higher. CU6, uh, Clarity is the stock name, CU6, Clarity Pharmaceutical, uh, did a good day today, 5.2% higher on 594,000 shares traded. Uh, It does appear in the Iris list as a large cap. It isn't really, it's only a $637 million company, but still had a good day today. The other good one was uh, Regal Partners doing well, 3.85% higher, and Promedicus, Bit of a broker update today on that one, up 3.7%. And Red 5 on that merger with Silver Lake doing well, up 3%. In the loser's corner today, well, Silver Lake was the biggest loser. I'm sorry, you're going to be evicted from the Big Brother house. Down 11.5%. Um, Resolute, also not good today. Down nearly 9%. Lion Town, well, the lion was clawing back. Well, the bears were clawing from the lion. Down 8.2%. 22 million shares traded down $0.08 cents to 895 uh, Remelius down 7.5% on 4 million shares. West African Resources down close to 7% on 3 million shares. So nothing in that garden was particularly rosy today. In terms of sectors, well, the banks held up. The uh, healthcare did okay. And one or two of the financials did okay. The rest of it was a bloodbath, especially in the iron ore stocks, lithium, gold miners, a little bit of blood on the streets in the oil and gas sector as well. The big bank basket pretty much unchanged, as was the Alltech index. Uh, that was pretty much unchanged as well, down a measly 0.8 of a percent. Looking at uh, some of the um, cross rates, we had gold at uh, 3,118 in Aussie dollars. Bitcoin, uh, let's just have a little look at Bitcoin. That was uh, a little bit, where we are, in US dollar terms, 42,664 US dollars a fund token, 10-year yields we've already talked about, 4.09, and the Aussie dollar, 
Well, that has been under some pressure because of the US dollar. 65.11 for the Aussie dollar. Asian markets, we have uh, China off another 0.4%, Hong Kong off 02 Japan uh, still better. We did get Jerome Powell as well talking uh, on Sunday night. I think there was a, um, an interview, uh, not necessarily a financial interview, but one for, um, for one of the uh, more commercial channels with Jerome Powell. He is still talking about three rate cuts as opposed to the six or seven, I guess, that uh, we have seen on the cards from some of the more optimistic in the money market, shall we say. So a little bit of an interview there from uh, Jerome Powell uh, this evening, and that, uh, I guess, taking a little bit of a toll. Dow futures down 86 points at the moment, or 0.22%. NASDAQ futures as well off slightly. They're just coming up now. They are down to... Uh, down 47.75 points, so nothing uh, particularly huge, but certainly uh, a little bit of easing there. Uh, as I say, Powell insisting the he was on a 60 minutes tick 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 tick, tick interview last night on Sunday. Central bank will proceed carefully, carefully with interest rate cuts this year. We just want some more confidence before we take that very important step of beginning to cut interest rates. He warned the monetary policy tightening would cause some pain. However, it hasn't really happened, he added. So there we go. Warning of pain, but pain that didn't happen. Of course, we've got the RBA tomorrow. They, they have kicked off their meeting today. Uh, some of the new reforms coming into play. In terms of the major movers and shakers today, stocks that we haven't talked about. Uh, let's have a little look and see what we've got here. Uh, 4DS having a good day today. They had some good news on their reram technology. They're up 19.2%. 56 million shares traded as well today. They closed at 8.7 cents. They had an open of 9.1, a high of 9.6, a low of 8.4. We also saw SVL under some pressure today. They were down 20%. They did a placement. IMR also uh, under pressure as well, down 12.7%. They completed their capital raise. And Bougainville Copper. Remember Bougainville Copper? Well, it still buzzes around every now and then when copper gets a bit of a kick higher. Uh, Bougainville, of course, uh, has not produced, has not even been anything for many a long year. It has run in recent times crazily from uh, 30 cents to over 85 cents on, I guess, rumors and speculation that maybe uh, there will be a deal done uh, they did renew the exploration license, ELO1. Uh, Bougainville Copper today confirmed that the autonomous Bougainville government has taken the decision toward a five-year extension. There you go. The company's ELO1 exploration license for the Panguna project in central Bougainville. So there we go. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day, it's one of the world's biggest copper deposits. But not today. They were down 12.5% to 70 cents. But certainly... Uh, the renewal of that exploration license, enough to fire people up on Bougainville. Uh, in terms of the speculative stock of the day today, well, there wasn't an awful lot, to be honest, but we did see Mako Gold, which has been uh, doing quite well recently. It's been one of the few gold stocks to attract some speculators' attention. Up another 33% today at 2.4 cents. 33 million shares traded, so not huge, but it opened at 1.9. It had a high of 2.5 and a low of 1.9 cents. In terms of uh, some of the other news around the place, uh, we had Lionel Messi angering Hong Kong fans after sitting out their match there. 
Boeing is in the last chance saloon, according to the Emirates head. And Canada has limited international student numbers after a backlash over rising rents. And according to UBS, gold and silver are expected to climb further in 2024 and expectations that the US Federal Reserve will start cutting interest rates. Well, duh, of course they're cutting interest rates. We know that. It's just a question of when and I guess how many. Uh, Jerome Powell saying the Fed expects to make three rate cuts this year on the back of that tick, 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 tick on that back of that um, 60 Minutes report. We did have um, some numbers out this morning from uh, international trade in goods. Seasonally adjusted balance on goods in, uh, sorry, decreased 805 million in December. Uh, exports rose 1.8% driven by non-monetary gold and imports rose 4.8% driven by parts for transport equipment. There you have it. All right, well, that's about it for me today. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great evening. Of course, we'll be back again tomorrow. Plenty in the meantime to keep you amused. Of course, we do have the Ask the Analyst session in, available in both varieties, chocolate and vanilla, uh, YouTube or a podcast, in case you wanted to watch the pictures of me or you just wanted to listen to my voice. And we also have the excellent Emma Davidson from Stoudy Capital talking about what she expects in 2024 and how an LIC closes up that NTA gap that we see so often. So plenty to keep you amused. Mark is, of course, back tomorrow with the members' exclusive podcast. I did it today. Make that of what you like and enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye.